Good morning again, people. Welcome back to our show. I'm Teacher Johnny, and today I have one of my students here at our studio. His name is Andres Vega. He is from Bolivia, and today he's gonna talk to us about what? Uh, <laughs> about romanticized depression. Okay, romanticizing depression. Interesting. Why did you choose this topic? Well, um, two semesters ago, uh, my writing teacher told us that we need to choose a topic and we need to grow an essay about it. So I, at that time, I just learned the, the word romanticize and I, I, I thought it was very, it was very cool because it was new and it sound very Romantic? Romantic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so I think, okay, so I am going to look something about it and also I wanted to talk about depression. So for that reason, I, I think I, I choose that topic. And, and can you explain to our listeners what uh, romanticizing is? Well, romanticizing, or we can use another word like idealizing, is to think, act, or talk about something in a romantic way, like in a not realistic way. Mm. Like we we give, we give something attributes that don't exist. Exist. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you think there is a lot of romanticizing in our society right now, or do you think it, it's always been a problem? It's a it's a bigger problem now. What do you think? I mean. If it's a problem, I don't know if it's a problem. <laughs> well, it's a problem uh, mostly because uh, if we romanticize things that we shouldn't do, like depression, because that is a very important illness. But uh, romanticizing is not new. Uh, the first case of a massive romanticization of, uh, on the society was, uh, I think, 100 years ago mm. with the illness uh, tuberculosis. Mm. At that time, uh, tuber tuberculosis was a new illness, so people and doctors uh, just had very few information about it. So people start to romanticize that illness because the skin that uh, of the people that have that illness uh, was very light mm. and was very white, so it, it looks like crystal. So, um, in a in a book that that I found, I, I think the author was Frost. Uh, it says that people who were affected by this disease uh, were seen with a macabre, macabre kind of beauty. So, it, it was something that person was suffering, but at the same time. They were beautiful. No, so <laughs> that that's why romanticizing it's not good because you you think that something it's it's good when it's not. when it's not. Gotcha. And uh, so you you talked about tuberculosis, um, but in the beginning you talked about depression. How did depression start to get um, romanticized? Well, what I found, uh, it kind of started when pop culture started because um, many singers and many movies started to talk about the topic. Mm -hmm. So, um, because they wanted to award people that this was an illness that we, we need to know about. Yeah. But 
Sadly, the ways that they showed that that illness were not the best one. Mm. So people start to give depression some romantic way. Gotcha. For example, I don't know, singers like Melanie, Melanie Martinez, uh, <laughs> Billie Eilish and yeah, those were those are singers that talk about these topics. But many teenagers uh, don't associate the message with the importance that we need to give to them because they showed uh, the symptoms of depression, but in a beautiful way. So teenagers want to have that. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But tell me something. What do you think uh, are what are the reasons people chose depression to be romanticized? Well, I think one of the most uh, uh, important things that made the pre uh, romanticized depression very popular is social media, because uh, in social media uh, we we can react and we can't have uh, some some. We, we have all the information there yeah so uh, and we and we can share and we can like something that we 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 love so um so with social media we we just started to have contact with those with with those those problems, those uh, kind of uh, romanticization of... Uh... Yeah, and also because usually people uh, have fears of things that they don't know, mm. but sometimes uh, we ignore the, nat the natural behavior and we start to love what makes us feel pain. For example, uh, an example of a diabetic person uh, a friend of my mother uh, was detected with diabetes so the doctor told to him like uh, that he needed to stop eating sugar mm. but uh, he didn't want to do that and just eat sugar and uh, inject him insulin yeah. even though he knows that he just can't avoid sugar and he doesn't have to do that but he didn't care and after a few months with that illness and they had to amputate his leg oh my goodness that's sad so sometimes people just ignore the consequences just to feel the pleasure mm. so that happens that happens with depression people ignore that those uh, that is an illness that can carry you to suicide yeah it, uh, but just want to feel that because they think that they need to have it because it's something normal yeah and, and that is the problem that uh, uh, that the pop culture gives because uh, they want to give the message that you need to be aware of that illness but at the same time they just they just 
They yeah. put it as in a romantic way. Yeah. It's a oh my gosh, it's a way for people to pay attention to me and look at me and yeah, to feel you important, to yeah. feel you that you are not like the everyone else. You are, you are special. You're special. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I think this is gonna. If you are depressed, um, I don't see it going on the other way around. I think you just go deeper and deeper on, on feeling bad and feeling like people should treat you differently and makes sense now um, I've noticed I've seen a few articles about in the news about how many k-pop artists they commit suicide and many of them are depressed and maybe I don't know this uh, romanization of, uh, of the disease has driven people towards that behavior, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because we we are too connected with social media right now that we we just see the the shell of everything. So obviously in a social media you won't post anything that will will seem like bad of your life. You yeah. will you will post um, you will post just all the, the all, all the all the happy moments ah. that you have. And of course, the people that saw your post thinks that you have a perfect life when in and, reality it's And not. then they're gonna compare themselves. Yeah. Say, oh my gosh. So here's the solution to no, not to not to don't have depression because uh, in this life we we all are we are all are going to have depression or feel, feel sad, sad. At, yeah. at some moment. We need to we need to avoid the use of social media too much. Yeah. And we need to find a way to just don't use it. Um, trying to trying to find help. Yeah. Well, and I think we, we can choose what we are looking at as well. And we can choose what to believe, right? Everybody has problems. Even people who have a very good life. Sometimes it's a health issue. Sometimes it's a family issue. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to find a human being without problems. That's not possible at all. It's not part of our nature. Well, thank you so much for bringing us this subject that is so important, especially now that we have so much contact with social media. There's a lot out there that we end up comparing ourselves with. Um, bodies, faces, cars, houses, clothes. All of this, I think we tend to compare ourselves with other people through social media. Thank you so much. Thank you, teacher Yanni. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys next time. Mm -hmm.